You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. As the angel of death continues to sweep the land and judge the hearts of man, we are so far still here. We're with you to share odd news stories. Joining me is my very nerdy friend, John Long. Yes. Say hello, nerd friend. I'm not a nerd. (laughs) Not a nerd. But we did sprinkle lamb's blood on the lentil of our home. you know, And Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah, Chick-fil-A sauce. (laughs) So the angel would pass over us. Uh, I do have a cold or something like pollen. You know, if I cough during this episode. We don't believe at this time I have coronavirus. I, I'm, I kind of believe it. Though. But if I do, I do. And <laughs> if I die, I die. I'm not worried about it. But uh, have, how has your week been? It's been crazy. Yeah? Like I said before, I did get word Friday that the plant that I work at will be shutting down for part of next week and the okay. following week. Yeah. So it's going to get me to this yeah. whole shutdown. That's rough. And, uh, of course, you know the wife and kids, they're... They're homeschooled. She's just yeah, that's home. all they're home much, all the time. They're normal for them. I do think that it's funny because my wife Tara, she was she was a little bit worried about me meeting with you yeah. in your closet, sure, and us being in a small enclosed closet for the whole time. Yeah, I can get that. But her mother has been over to our house every single day last <laughs> week. Every day, there was not a day I came home from work and she wasn't there at yeah. some point. Okay. She also went to the grocery store five times last week. Wow. So Tara's a hoarder. <laughs> uh, like a, She's a grocery hoarder. <laughs> well, it wasn't Tara. This was her mother. Oh, okay. But her oh. mother went to the grocery store five times and last week. And then came on over. So you can't be worried about me recording right. a podcast yeah. when your mom is going to the grocery store every single day and coming over to her house. I get Tara's concerns, but yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yes. You know, we we had a pretty good week. We actually went to my mother and father-in-law's this weekend and hung out. We wanted to take our foster kid fishing for the first time, but it rained and it was so muddy. Uh, We couldn't really get down there and and do it. But So we hung out, but it was good for them to get a change of scenery. Right. My wife has had taken off pretty much all last week for spring break, what would have been our spring break. Mm Mm-hmm. And she goes back to work tomorrow, and I've never seen her more ready to go back to work. Just absolutely <laughs> tired of our kids. They've been driving her up the wall. She has cleaned our house so much this week because the only reason she's cleaned it is because that's the only time the kids don't ask her to do stuff. You know, is like, when she's cleaning, yeah. they know to leave her alone. Leave her alone. Don't get the, you know, like <laughs> I don't need a bowl of ice cream. Don't watch this dance routine I made up. Uh, <laughs> You know, don't nerf war with me and any of all that. So that sounds like a win win. I guess she gets know. a long, she gets I've had a, a really clean house. You get a really clean house. Yeah. 
I've worked all week and will be working until the governor of Alabama tells me I cannot work. So, right. um, which is good. I want to work. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for working yeah. and making money. So that's Did you ask at. your boss if you can get paid in precious metals? <laughs> no, I didn't. My boss said no. <laughs> but <laughs> excuse me as I call. Are you okay? Just a little bit of Corona. Corona. All right. My boss did call me today. It's Sunday as we record this. Yes. I get home from Fayette, sitting down at the dining room table, looking for some stories to talk about because I like to prep in advance. <laughs> and my boss calls me as he pops the phone and he's like, hey, what you doing? I'm like, just hanging out at the house, man. He's like, well, uh, I just rode by the Northport store and there were no cars there. What's going on? And I'm like, uh, it's Sunday, Shane. And he's like, oh. Oh, yeah. Well, I forgot it's Sunday. <laughs> Why don't you have a happy Sunday, man? Because we're closed on Sunday. Right. Because the Lord wants us to be closed on yes. Sunday. And no furniture sales, no chicken sales. That's right. That's the way the us Lord Chick fil A. We are the Chick fil A of the furniture industry. <laughs> yes. Retail God furniture sales. Yeah. yeah. But he had gotten confused on what day was what, which has happened to a lot of people in this time. So. Um, he thought it was Saturday and he was wondering why there were no employees, no cars, nothing there. So thought that was quite funny. Yeah. So shout out to Shane, who probably, I hope, never listens to this, but maybe he does. <laughs> um, it's been kind of cool. Well, you got some good stories to talk about. Yeah, I was about to say, aside from trying to survive this global pandemic that we're going through right now, well, a couple more Corona stories. That's probably sure. not shocking. And uh then we're going to talk about the movie Cats. Okay. I'm, I know everyone loves that film. I've yet to see it. <laughs> I've been waiting, though. So Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Got You know, events are getting canceled. I got some a story about a, an event that's gotten canceled. Uh, some grocery buying craziness that's mm-hmm. happened and, and businesses that are closed down. All Corona-related stories. Mm-hmm. So um, we're still on a Corona trip here. Well, I want to go... With this story first, uh, and I'm sure as everyone knows that um, Europe, it, we're starting to see the effects of it here in North America, but Europe, they're like really going through the the, the yeah. thick of it right yeah, now. Yeah, they're right in the midst of it. And there was one person who was on lockdown, told to stay home. Mm-hmm. They tried to leave their house, okay, but they didn't want anyone to you know, know that they were leaving their house. Sure. So they dressed as a T-Rex. <laughs> okay. All right. Probably the, I would say that's the, certainly the least conspicuous disguise yeah. that you could don. Yeah, I wouldn't go as a dinosaur. <laughs> but, okay. Was it one of those big inflatable ones? Yes. Like we have one, you know, Thomas wore it for Halloween a couple years ago. Hang on to it, because apparently yeah. if you get told you can't leave your house, right. maybe you can try to wear that and get out of there. I wonder if the person in the article may have it in there thinks it's sort of like a biohazard suit, because, it, <laughs> you know, it's like a self-contained air system yeah, in it or it's, it's a biohazard suit for children's hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like a doctor in one of those yes. trying to work on you. That'd be pretty awesome. Uh, Spanish police have urged citizens to remain indoors during the COVID-19 state of emergency after encountering one citizen on the street dressed as a dinosaur. Okay. Video of the incident was posted to Twitter yesterday by Mercia Police Department showing an unidentified citizen being stopped by a unit of officers who were attempting to enforce the government's plan to limit the spread of the disease caused by the novel coronavirus that is now spreading globally. 
On Friday, Spain's Prime Minister, Pedro Sanchez, imposed a 15-day state of alarm that restricted free movement apart from traveling to work, food, health, medi- health medication, or for caregiving. One small exception was that pets can be taken out on short walks, but police noted on social media that dinosaurs are not considered to be included in this category. Okay. <laughs> During the state of alarm, walking of pets is allowed if accompanied by one person, always short walks so that they can relieve themselves. Having a Tyrannosaurus Rex is not covered. Hashtag stay at home. (laughs) Mercy, a police wrote on Twitter alongside the footage, which has since attracted tens of thousands of shares and likes on the platform. Sure. The clip, which was edited to include the theme tune of the film Jurassic Park... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> proved to be one small lighthearted moment during a challenging time for the country's authorities. COVID-19 has caused more than 340 deaths in the country at the time of this writing. I'm sure it's gone up since then. Yeah. Because this was almost a week ago now. According to a map tracking the outbreak that has that is being maintained by John Hopkins University, the metrics suggest that Spain, with close to 10,000 confirmed cases, is the fourth worst hit nation in the world. Wow. Well, I, I like the guy's spirit, you know, <laughs> yes. like he ain't going to keep me in this house any longer, <laughs> which we haven't gotten to that point, at least in Alabama, where they're like, you got to shelter in place mm-hmm. or whatever they're calling it. But uh, if they do, I would imagine I would go pretty nuts. <laughs> the last number I saw was, I think we've got 124 confirmed cases okay. in Alabama. In Alabama. Now, I'm sure there's more people. That's just how many yeah. pe- people have te- got gotten tested right. and have been confirmed. We also, I don't know if you saw this, we got four cases in Tuscaloosa County, where mm-hmm. we're from. Yes. Uh, they've been doing testing every day, and apparently half the tests that they've been doing got ruined on the way to the place oh, that no. was going to test, like down in Montgomery or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't any fault of the hospital. It was the, uh, they didn't keep them refrigerated enough in transport oh, to no. it. Whoever the transport company was. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody's really upset about that. Well, have you seen the pictures? It's like a drive through. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, you go to the hospital and you, yeah, you pull now you, up in a line and yeah. then somebody comes and sticks something up your nose. Yes. Because I'd heard. Which I didn't know they stuck it up your nose. <laughs> and I saw like a cartoon demonstration. It wasn't like cartoon, but, you know, it was like animated or whatever. Right. I will never get checked for it. <laughs> Ever. I just, if I have it, I'm going to have it. But I will never go and get tested for it once I watch that. Well, you know, and uh, during this time, I have heard so much rumors, and I'm, I'm sure I have probably heard more bad information than good information. Oh, yeah. But one of the many things I heard is that they weren't testing right. They weren't sticking oh, that yeah. thing far enough up people's nose. Well, they were doing sputum testing. So sputum testing is where you spit in a cup, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, which perfect for rednecks. Sounds disgusting, but <laughs> yeah. actually better, far better than because the Because the swabs they shove up your nose are harder to come by. Mm-hmm. So that's why DCH, which is the hospital down here, Druid City Hospital, people don't know, Tuscaloosa is called the Druid City, mm-hmm. um, founded by Druids. Yes. That's a lie. But what, they were using the City Hall, YMCA, Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all match up, if you look at them from the sky, to right. form a pentagram. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. We are close to the 33rd parallel. People don't know that. That runs through Moundville, by the way. But yeah, so they were doing, they were only going to do the spit cup ones because, and saving the swabs for the kids because kids couldn't produce as much spit as like mm-hmm. a, your normal adult. 
But now that they've this company has ruined it in transport, they're only doing the swab ones now. So oh, man. they're only testing people who have all the symptoms of it. Right. So I could probably go get it because I got a cough and I got a runny nose, which started today. And my eyes are watering too. So, but that's all pollen stuff. <laughs> Don't worry, Tiny. Okay. I'm getting a little worried here. Don't worry. <laughs> Everything's cool. What are the symptoms? I've heard that it's basically just a fever and yeah. a cough. Is right. it? Is it more? Shortness of breath okay. is a big one. Well, you I know? have that all the time. I do too because I'm fat. You know, <laughs> Deidre was like, I was coughing last night. She's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. She's like, well, you really need to watch out for shortness of breath. And I was like, Deidre, I have that all the time. I'm fat. You know, like I can't even walk up the stairs of your parents' split levels without getting winded. So I don't have it coronavirus so just so all our listeners know mm-hmm. i think this is an adverse reaction to being called a nerd multiple times <laughs> this week my body is fighting off all of it okay <laughs> well let's move on here but people are going nuts at the grocery store they are you know my dad's in the grocery business he said it's been wild he's he, probably loving it <laughs> even though my dad has retired he went from working five days a week to four days a week in his retirement. <laughs> kind of a wild thing. But uh, we have a story out of Kentucky, and this comes from the Daily Mail. And it, the headline reads, Couple are furious when told they're not allowed to buy 552 cans of Mountain Dew due to coronavirus rationing at Kroger. <laughs> so they rationed in the Mountain Dew. A couple... Desperate for their Mountain Dew fix, ranted at workers who refused to let them stockpile 552 cans of the soft drink. The couple visited the Louisville, Kentucky Kroger supermarket this week and flew into a rage when workers informed them that they were not allowed to stockpile so much. They were filmed complaining to an employee that they were purposely misinformed about being allowed to return and complete their purchase of 23 cases, a whopping total of 552 cans. So they thought they could buy a couple of cases, yeah. turn around, go back through the line, buy a couple of cases. But they basically were like, y'all are, y'all are not adhering to the spirit of the law or the rule or whatever. Why? Correct me if I'm wrong. Why are we rationing Mountain Dew? I don't really know. <laughs> I, mean- I don't know. <laughs> But in the South, Mountain Dew can be used as currency. A part of me, you know, I think this is on Kroger. I mean, Maybe why, so. Come on now. I understand rationing the toilet paper. Sure. I mean, there are things out like there. Like essentials. That, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But Mountain Dew, I mean, I, there's, I thought there was plenty of Mountain Dew. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they were I, just trying to do the do. Let them do the do. So someone filmed the shocking exchange. It listed as shocking. as really nothing out of the ordinary if you've ever been to a Walmart down here in the South. <laughs> I was going to say, well, that's what gets them clicks. Yeah, right. <laughs> when you label it shocking. The man paid for his purchases shortly after dropping off the other boxes in a vehicle. A straight-up lie. What a liar, the man shouted. <laughs> You're such a liar. You just told me right now that I could go outside and come back in and get the drinks. The man continued to present his case, literally, while the woman tried to play peacemaker and reason with the cash register attendant. Um, which the video is pretty golden if you hadn't watched it. Have <laughs> yes. you watched it? The dude, yeah. his haircut is amazing. <laughs> you know? Yes. He subsequently pushed the cart away before the woman stopped him and alerted him 
that they were allowed to take only two of the four Mountain Dew cases. She then slammed the remaining two boxes on top of the counter and pushed the cart away. Folks losing their mind up in here for some Mountain Dew, the person recording the video managed to say <laughs> as both soft drink hoarders abandoned the store. So, guy, I mean, if you don't get to watch the video, it's in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, he's got on sweatpants. He's a big boy. I mean, he's a big you know, white T-shirt. And has some sort of like, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a mohawk. It's like a... His head shaved around the sides with mm-hmm. a ponytail and a little clump of hair on top of his head. Looks like your typical Mountain Dew aficionado <laughs> that you would see down here. He looks extreme. Yeah, he does <laughs> look extreme. <laughs> I mean, that dude, I can guarantee you every weekend he's look. chasing down cheetahs <laughs> on a mountain bike. <laughs> he is he is uh, strapping rollerblade armor on him and then going down the mountain. This guy, he's having a bad week. NASCAR's canceled. You know, he can't get his Mountain Dew. He's stuck at home with his old lady and his kids because he can't go to work. All he wanted was his Mountain Dew. Yeah. And they've denied him that right. <laughs> I hate that for him. But I would have just sent my wife back in. Once I heard, I'd have been like, well, well, I'm going to take these on out and let my wife come on in and let yeah. her buy a couple more. And then we would have went to the next Kroger, did the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have handled it that way. But I hate it for him. I do, too. And again, last I heard, should do I need to run to the store right now and yeah, buy all their Mountain Dew? Is that, I, is that next? I don't know. I mean, all the toilet paper's gone. Is that is that next? I just don't. All right. I don't get all the panic buying stuff at all. <laughs> yes. You know? You don't have to get all the hamburger meat or whatever. Right. You know, just wait. Get a couple. Get enough to get a couple of weeks or a couple a week or whatever, depending on how many folks you got and you had to feed. And then come back just like normal. Mm-hmm. It, everything would operate just the same. If you weirdos out there quit trying to buy all the Mountain Dew or toilet paper or whatever, bread, people going crazy buying bread. I told my wife that. That I was just going to treat this as an apocalypse drill where I'm going to dig into my rice and my beans mm-hmm. and like all my freeze dried goods. And I'm just going to see how far, how long I can go. Well, that's what the other night, Dieter and I were laying in bed and she had been watching the news and all mm-hmm. that. And she was like, how bad is you think it's going to get? Are they going to make it where we can't leave home? They can't make it where we don't leave home. We're not going to have enough groceries. We have six people to feed and all mm-hmm. that. And I was like, Dieter, you know those buckets we've been toting around and from <laughs> the very first house we ever owned that are in the bottom of the pantry? I was like, when we have to break into those buckets, that'll be when it gets bad. And I was like, and that's all you need to know. I was like, and until I start breaking the seal on all those, then we're fine. Yeah. So, because I've got rice and beans. I've always, I've fought, I'm not a prepper. Right. But I also like, look, if something bad happens and we're trapped in our house yeah. for a couple of weeks, and it's good to have something we it can don't at least have to be eat the end of, of the world. Right, it yeah. could be a tornado sure, like right. we had in 2013, yeah. or it could be a global pandemic right. like what's going yeah. on right now. And I have rice and beans and baby aspirin yes. stored up. So uh-huh. baby aspirin because husband has to take baby aspirin. And I figured if the stores are shut down... And we need some. I should have a little bit of backup. Yeah, yeah. Probably should check the expiration date on those baby aspirin now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all we got. I got some taco mix and stuff in there like that. You mm-hmm. know, just put a little spice on it. But I was about yeah. to say, uh, hot sauce. 
yeah. is a must right. for any prepper's yeah. storage because it lasts forever and you can eat it on anything. Yeah, I agree. So everybody just chill out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure all our listeners are cool and probably have <laughs> yes. not done all that. But uh, if you know people who have, like the people buying all the toilet paper, you guys are just weird. You are crazy. <laughs> what do you need that much for? I don't know. Yeah. I did find a pack the other day when I was in the store, so I bought it. So. <laughs> oh, there you go. You're part of the problem, but there was, John. <laughs> there was plenty left. And I only bought one, you know? Yes. I mean, we got six butts in our house. <laughs> so I only bought one. And the pack that we had was open and half done. So I felt like that was a legitimate buy. I tweeted out last week that uh, I was one of those idiot people who bought up all the toilet paper and hoarded it. But I did it so that I could TP one lucky house this weekend. And I'll start the bidding at $100. Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, in high school, we used to just go roll people's houses. Yeah. Like, it wasn't anything. And now, just look at us. <laughs> now you're doing them a, fa- a favor. That's that. right. Yeah. Yeah, you'd really love that person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's not just the Star Wars nerd that you didn't like now. Well, speaking of toilet paper. Okay. Let's talk about. How bidet sales soar okay. as toilet paper sells out amid coronavirus fears. All right. Now, I'm a proponent of the bidet. <laughs> I like the bidet. Do you have one? I don't have one, <laughs> but I want well, how one. How do you know you like it? I've used one before. You've used one before? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you if there's a bidet available, I'm using it. Okay. I love the bidet. <laughs> gotcha. I think that the United States is way behind in bidet technology. Right. We should all, it should be standard. We're like Neanderthals out here (laughs) using paper on our butts. Weird. Well, let's learn a little bit more about it. This comes from the L.A. Times. As cases of the coronavirus continue to climb, nothing feels more surreal than the irrational stockpiling of toilet paper, even though experts tell us that it isn't necessary and manufacturers say that there is no shortage. Whether it stems from a herd mentality Reading social media posts about toilet paper flights or an overwhelming sense of helplessness, one thing is certain, the panic buying of toilet paper has prompted bidet sales to soar. While Americans have long been resistant to bidets, a common feature in European toilets where jets of water clean, I'm going to add editorially here, your butt. Yeah. These spreads. They can clean other parts too, (laughs) depending on how brave you are, right? Yeah. They'll clean your teeth out, I guess, if you wanted to. I wouldn't recommend that. No. The spread of coronavirus seems to be changing long-time views on self-washing, but it's not for lack of interest. Several years ago at Dwell on Design, I watched as a long line of attendees waited to take a peek at the latest Toto Washlet, which is a toilet bidet hybrid with warm water spray, a heated toilet seat, and mind-numbing control panel. Hmm. In 2016, Kylie and Kris Jenner professed their love for their bidet that now retails for more than $13,000 on their Keeping Up with the Kardashians reality show and Instagram feeds. Today, bidets are being manufactured for more than just high-end consumers as interest in sustainable products and water conservation has grown. Quick question here. If we need to conserve water, why are we going to the bidet? I feel like that's uh, a little bit counterintuitive, is it not? I think... uh... I think that's a necessary usage of water, right? Right. But I guess what I'm saying is like, uh, do we need to save the trees or do we need to conserve water? I think we a can't little bit do of both. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> but can we do both? Sure. I mean, if everybody goes to, I mean, 
I feel like there's enough water on planet Earth. It's yes. 70% water. Right, yeah. I feel like we'll be okay. Yeah, we've got to get desalinization a little yes. cheaper, but yeah. But you hear people talking about how we need to conserve water. Right. Well, does that mean we need to stick with paper? No. Or do we need to save the forest Maybe. and everyone go to the bidet? Let's think about it this way, Tiny. Yeah. If you shoot a little stream of water on your booty, right? <laughs> right. You don't maybe you don't need as many flushes to get all that toilet paper down. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I'm I'm just speculating. Here you are, you're educating me. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, just a little squirt. The inexpensive entry level styles of the Toto Washlet Bidet seat can be found at big box stores like Home Depot, Wayfair, and Lowe's for as low as two hundred and fifty dollars. And new affordable alternatives like the bidet, like the Tushy Bidet, allow you to clip a bidet attachment without plumbing. It draws water from the toilet supply line, and electricity for the cost of toilet paper on eBay right now is $79 for a classic bidet and $109 for the warm water spa version. Yeah. Ooh, you got to get the warm water one. <laughs> yes. You know? Is it worth the extra, what, 40 bucks? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I've looked at aftermarket, mm-hmm. like, you attach them to your toilets, but I want a whole, I want an immersive toilet experience you want the thirteen thousand dollars yeah i want one that was like it's been seen on keeping up with the kardashians yeah right exactly yeah you know dusty montgomery he's got one oh yeah oh yeah out in his pool house he's got (laughs) okay you better believe i tried it out (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you if i ever come to visit anybody that's listening to this you got a bidet i'm using it do you still need paper to like pat yeah, it dry? Wanna, yeah, you want to, <laughs> you want to pat it dry a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I assume you could air dry. It'd just take you a little longer, right? <laughs> yeah. And there are you get you get those hand dryers, right? But you well, turn the nozzle upside down. <laughs> I would say there are bidets that have that. Like I was saying, we're way behind <laughs> on bidet technology in the United States. I don't know why. Uh, we're supposed to be a first world country, and we're just out here wiping our butt with paper like there's nothing wrong with it. But they have, like, it'll air dry you out, you know, basically a hand dryer on there, a mm-hmm. butt dryer. I know all about bidets. <laughs> no, no, don't challenge me. Well, the company Tushy here, they say that sales have absolutely soared. Yeah. And that a lot of them are sold out. Good. I want a bidet revolution. Like, I want it to be standard in my house. Like, I don't want to have to buy something and attach it with water lines and all that. Their sales over the past few weeks have grown from double to triple okay. to more than 10 times what they were in the weeks before the TP shortage. There we go. Says Jason Azavo, CEO of Tushy. This could be the tipping point that finally gets Americans to adopt the bidet. The reality is once you use a bidet to clean after pooping, you cannot go back to wiping in toilet paper. That's that's very true. <laughs> You've learned too much, and wiping seems just not inefficient, but also barbaric by yeah, comparison. <laughs> right. We're like Neanderthals out here. And I've told you, I, we discussed this before we went on air, I have... I'm a very particular pooper, right? I only <laughs> I only poop at home right. unless it's an emergency. Yeah. But I've worked at my current job for a little over three years. I've never once pooped while I was at work in three years. I'm only going at home and usually only before I take a shower because it's weird that people <laughs> just walk around. They'll like poop and just wipe it off and just walk around all day. I don't like it. <laughs> You know, yeah. I need to be feeling clean in that area at all times. 
the article goes on, in it, but basically it's just uh, three paragraphs of, of people talking about how great it is. It reads almost more like an infomercial for Sabatese than, yes. than an actual news article. So now, I, I guess say, we'll just leave that there. And we'll go to our correspondent, John, who's been singing the praises <laughs> of bidets for a few minutes now. I'm on the bidet train. All right. I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm Lobby, I'm I'm a lobbyist for big bidet, all right, <laughs> and we need to use it. Now I will say, you want to get the water pressure right on it, all right. right. You don't need it coming out too strong, all right, <laughs> and you don't need it coming out too weak either. It's got to be just right. I've used cold water ones, which is not too bad, <laughs> but not as good as I've used as the warm water ones that I have too. So right. I would recommend everybody getting one. And enjoy a clean tush, you know, <laughs> like a really good clean tush. I don't, you don't, like it says, you don't know what you're missing out on. Okay. And I, I, I want one for my house. I've been looking, you know, to well, get one. I think you've waited too late now. Well, <laughs> you're going to have to wait to I get want, one. Now, the ones I'm looking at are, they're way better than what you're talking here. <laughs> all right. They got lights and all kind of stuff. Lights. Play music. What do you need the lights for? Oh, background noise. I, I can tell you, our toilet technology, we are in like the primitive ages. But why lights? Why not lights? <laughs> well, for fun. Because I don't read the newspaper in the toilet. What What do you do? I look at my phone. Exactly. And my phone has a backlight. <laughs> but imagine you could have a laser light show while you're pooping. Right? Right. It's amazing, right? <laughs> they got background noise you could play too, you know, if your partner is a little self conscious or whatever. <laughs> Which I will say, I don't, Dieter and I are never in the bathroom while the other one's doing the duty, right. ever. Right. We don't have that level of love, you know? <laughs> yes. I know people that be in there brushing their teeth while their wife's sitting on the toilet. Really? Yeah. Weird. I thought that was only in like movies. That's weirdo stuff. <laughs> y'all people that do that, y'all are weird. I just want to let you know. <laughs> right. So, yeah, we keep all that private. Yeah, all the time. I'm, we're the we're right there with you, so yeah. I agree. A little different bathroom setup than we used to have, though. So we, it's taking some practice. So because <laughs> like our little toilet room doesn't have a door to it. What? Yeah, I don't know if you notice. Mm -hmm. Like if you walk in right there to the right is where the toilet is, okay. but there's no kind of door for it. I've been looking at getting huh. some like I want to. I think saloon doors would be kind of cool <laughs> to put on it. I'm yes. gonna bust out when I'm done. Or get one with like the little quarter moon, like yeah, an outhouse. Right, like an outhouse. <laughs> yes. That's not a bad idea. That's an excellent I idea. I could probably build one of those. Yeah, there you go. Well, anyways, I recommend bidets for everyone. Mm -hmm. All right. And I especially recommend bidets if you're an exotic dancer. All right. <laughs> and if you are thinking of doing exotic dancing, that's something that you'll want to check into. And I'm going to get a drink of water before I do this story. When you say exotic dancing, I assume you're talking about like belly dancing, right? Just exotic that's dancing. A, that's that's like, a portion of exotic. <laughs> it's like not what you typically would find here in North America. Well, everybody is being impacted by the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that anybody's thinking of our strippers out there. Has not crossed my mind. No, not one time. Well, I know you're familiar with Little Darlings. You've told me all about <laughs> your experiences there. In fact, before we came on the air, Tiny was raving about it. Five stars, 
said world class <laughs> women, world class environment. Not true. He was just going on and on and on about how much he loved the strip club, Little Darlings. I thought Little Darlings was a brand of baby dolls. <laughs> <laughs> so Little Darlings had vowed that they were going to stay open. In fact, Wilts, another strip club aficionado, <laughs> uh, big strip club guy, Wilts had posted this up in the Facebook group. Yeah. But they've been forced to close after a governor's after their governor's mandatory order. Good. Yeah. So the original article said that uh, although many businesses in Las Vegas are closed today after Nevada's governor asked non-essential businesses to close their doors, that does not appear to include the city strip clubs. <laughs> Little Darlings, which is owned by Deja Vu, is not only open, but they are also planning to offer drive-through strip shows and nude hand sanitizer wrestling, which sounds like that would be a little painful. Feel the burn. Yeah. Like, I know how it is when you get in a cut, you know, like on your hand. (laughs) Anyway, some people may like that. I don't know. Starting this weekend, guests will be able to drive up to the front door. Pay $100 and enjoy a 10-minute triple-X show from the comfort and safety of their vehicles. Social distancing. (laughs) The triple-X nude hand sanitizer wrestling will begin on Saturday. For those customers who still want to go inside, Director of Operations Ryan Carlson said that Little Darlings is easily one of the safest and cleanest places to be in Las Vegas. Echoing what Tiny said before we uh, got on air. Carlson said that the club's sanitizing practices include hourly hand washing, always a solid move (laughs) in the old strip club, more than 25 hand sanitizers throughout the clubs. That's close to a million dollars worth of hand sanitizers (laughs) in today's economy. They, I don't. I don't see little darlings making enough money to pay for all this hand sanitizer. (laughs) And social distancing in booth seating and private dancing. Uh, Carlson also pointed out strippers are a part of the American fabric of life, <laughs> right? Wrong. We all have those memories. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Little Darlings was one of the first local businesses to capitalize on what is now a pandemic. In early March, they started handing out bottles of hand sanitizers after the first presumed positive cases were announced. They're doing their part to help out. <laughs> Sapphire Las Vegas, another club tiny was, he just threw it in there. I didn't even know it was going to be in this article they talked all about, which is the world's largest gentleman's club and adult entertainment complex. I wonder what all an adult complex. entertainment, you know, like go-kart how, racing. How, how big does it have to be before it's a complex? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like what all does it entail at the complex? <laughs> yes. We have like putt-putt golf, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, has made the decision to temporarily suspend operations. Sapphire said their first priority is the health and welfare of their team, families, friends, and customers, and they will announce on social media when they plan to reopen. So. The addendum to this is that uh, on March 21st, a sign at Little Darley Strip Club said the business will be closed until further notice after Governor Sisolak's order for non-essential businesses to close. So the governor apparently called him and said, <laughs> yes. uh, we got to shut this down. Well, I would like to thank the governor for, for doing what he did. But Tiny, I think, think we, of the dancers. Oh, now, I think we 
I think we all know that that order probably really came from uh, Vice President Mike Pence. <laughs> sure. So let's yeah, thank that. the real person <laughs> behind this order. He is our coronavirus <laughs> czar, isn't he? Right. I don't know. I think he's like a, uh, he's supposed to be over the okay all of it, huh. but I don't know for sure. I have no idea. Yeah, I quit watching the news like three weeks ago. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's think of the dancers here. They are out a lot of money. You know, they are out a lot of money, but. You know, it seems like this whole thing could be like uh, the most dangerous for them. Sure, you know, because they got these strangers coming in there, yeah. and then oh yeah, something that is absolutely disgusting. No matter where you're getting it from, is like paper money, like cash money. Sure, and sure, sitting there rubbing that all over somebody. It sounds like a recipe for uh, germs. <laughs> well, you would think they would have a heightened immune system. After your, you know, months of <laughs> super rubbing, strippers, <laughs> yeah, of rubbing, of having money like you know right. placed in their g string or whatever. The strippers will inherit the earth. I'm not exactly sure how it works in a strip club. You'll have to enlighten me, Tiny. But uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I I would imagine you would take a dollar bill, maybe fold it in half lengthwise, and slide it into their g string. I don't know. <laughs> Um, how exactly that works. I've, I've heard tell that they pick them up in some interesting ways, though, um, when you just throw them on the stage. I've heard stories of it, but I don't know for sure. Uh, you'll have to enlighten the audience on that. Ugh. So, But if you're in Las Vegas, you're just out out a few weeks of your strip club experience. You can't You can't go and experience the strip club phenomenon that you're apparently just, people have been enjoying for decades. Part of the American fabric. You're just going to have to do like all the 13 year old boys out there <laughs> get on the internet. What? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Tommy. Can uh, there are, there are people who take their clothes off on the internet? No. Okay. All right. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, no word on a strip clubs in Alabama have shut down. Right. I haven't heard. I don't know. Yeah. Again. I know bars and restaurants are, so maybe they fall under that category. I don't have the disposable cash, disposable cash to just <laughs> visit these gentlemen establishments on the regular. Yeah. So I have no idea. I don't either. And stripping is not a – it's not a legal in mm-hmm. Tuscaloosa County. You can't have a strip club in Tuscaloosa County. At least, so. not, at least not one that – the, the authorities know about. Yeah, right. There's, or that you don't have them on the payroll right. somewhere. Maybe some underground ones out there. <laughs> yes. I have never heard of one. If anybody, I mean, say it up for research purposes for the podcast. I do know that Contact Joe me. Rogan has a hilarious story about going to one in Jasper. Oh, so. he's talking about Wesley's, I bet, <laughs> which is technically in Summerton, Alabama. By well, no, way. it was a stand up. It was like a joke that he did, but the video that I watched, he, he was talking about they were going to the club, but then when they got there, it was like a house. Oh. Like, this isn't a club. This is somebody's house. <laughs> 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 and there was a one of those big light-up arrow signs outside that just all it said was club. Okay. <laughs> That's all it said. All right. <laughs> so, well, anyway. All right. Well, anyway, so sorry to all the strippers that are out of work out mm-hmm. there. Maybe you'll find a way to go get a webcam. Finish your nursing degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is what I was thinking. Well, I will say that demand for nurses has never been higher. Exactly. This so, is the time. Yeah. This is the time. I know y'all have been working your way through school, some of you for decades. <laughs> so uh, yes. I hope you continue on. All right. Well, uh, after that, 
<laughs> let's try to uh, let's try to bring the mood up a little bit. Okay, that was so depressing about <laughs> all these poor ladies who are out of work now. That's right. Sad. Are you familiar with the uh, Broadway play Cats? Because I yes. am not. Yes, okay. I am. I, I have never. I didn't see it on Broadway. I saw Les Mis, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of wanted to see Cats, but it they didn't have any tickets available. So the only play that people I don't have. know, I'm, I'm I'm a Broadway <laughs> fan. I was just you know? like, that might be the wildest <laughs> thing I've ever said on this store that I've been to Broadway shows before. Yeah. <laughs> The only play that I have ever attended was the Pirates of Penzance. Okay, and it's a good one. It was put on by the Shelton State Drama Club. Okay, all right. <laughs> and my brother-in-law yeah. was in the production. Ah, that's wow. the only play I've ever been to. Okay, yeah. huh? Wow, I'm a I'm a big fan of Broadway. <laughs> yeah. I love Broadway. You know, a friend of mine. Shout out Bradley was Tiny Tim in the Christmas Story when he was a kid. Okay, on uh, Broadway. How yeah. about that? I think he paid for his college with the money he made off of that. Well, anyway, bringing it back to uh, Cats, you know, there was a movie allegedly it bombed. Yeah, I didn't see the I movie. Didn't see it. Yeah, I've never seen the play, so I didn't go watch the movie. <laughs> but uh, there's rumor of a specific cut of this film that's out there that okay. hasn't been released that fans are demanding the release of. All right. This cut, like a director's cut. Well, this has actually been dubbed the butthole cut. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. Now, a cat is not afraid to show you his butthole. No. You know, they need a bidet. We need a cat bidet, right? In the litter box? Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Uh, anyway, it says here that last December's musical Misfire Cats has been released online early, and fans are campaigning for a specific cut to be released. When the film first premiered, viewers criticized the film's visual effects, which showed the feline characters to have human heads and unrealistic fur. It prompted an updated version to arrive in cinemas only days later with improved CGI. Since then, a first-person account has surfaced sharing news of another cut that might have been shelved, prompting optimistic hopes that it could resurface. Twitter user Jack Waz outlined the story that prompted the hashtag Release the butthole cut. (laughs) (laughs) A visual effects producer friend of a friend was hired in November to finish some of the 400 effect shots in the movie Cats. His entire job was to remove CGI buttholes that had been inserted a few months before, which means that somewhere out there, there exists a butthole cut of the movie Cats. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Surely there is, right? (laughs) Following the story, the hashtag started trending. Another added a tongue-in-cheek comment. At Universal Pictures, if you you hashtag release the butthole cut, then people are going to stay at home and watch it instead of going out and spreading the coronavirus. (laughs) The survival of humanity is in your hands. <laughs> uh, Knives Out director Ryan Johnson joined the chorus as well, urging fans to do the right thing. Hashtag release the butthole cut is exactly what we all need right now, Johnson said. <laughs> Other support came from Seth Rogen, who last night watched the film for the first time while high providing a running commentary on Twitter. Okay. Uh, Cats was released last December to mostly negative reviews. Nick Riley gave the film three stars, saying that Cats is far from the cinematic car crash everyone predicted. Uh, the film is available to stream right now, but as of so far, as of yet, no butthole cut. Oh, oh well. So would you like to watch a movie with uh, all these actors in CG 
cat outfits and <laughs> would you like to see Rebel Wilson's butt? I guess that's what I'm asking. If Rebel Wilson Wilson was a cat, would you like to see her cat butt? Okay, I don't know who Rebel Wilson is. <laughs> Hang on, but I have been. I would look at a. I mean, I'm, I'm not a anti butt if that's what you're asking. <laughs> right. You know, I would look at a butt. So, are you pulling up a picture of Rebel Wilson? That's what I'm working on. But okay. for some reason, my phone, my phone won't release the butthole cut. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Boom! Right there. Okay. Yeah, I know who she is. <laughs> yes. She was. Uh, when I used to come home for lunch, I would watch a show, and she had a commercial that was always during it. Uh huh. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I, I don't care. You know, I, big girls got butts. That's fine. <laughs> Here she is in the movie. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, good. That's weird. That's got to be somebody's fetish, you know? Got to be. So we here at the Earth Oddity Podcast, we join the chorus and we demand to uh, hashtag release the butthole cut, right? Sure. Okay. Sure. Why not? I'll, that's I'll throw my our, support behind that's that. That's going to be our stance. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll throw my support behind that. No problem <laughs> with that. If that's what the people want, let's give the people what they want. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, really, if there is that and you are somehow, this movie tanked, right? Right. So that would be a great way to recoup some expenses, put it online for charge whatever. double. Yeah, charge whatever. <laughs> you know, if you want the yes. butthole cut, this is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Weird though. Hey, uh, again, I would like to just, I guess, point out that this is a this is a rumor. This is a friend of a friend sure, who was right. a visual effects producer. This is about like the people I'm getting coronavirus <laughs> updates yes. from on Facebook. You yes. know, my uncle's brother said the National Guard's creating camps for Did us. Did you all hear ago. that one too? Of course, everybody's <laughs> heard that one. Of course, I heard. This is the rumor that I heard. Okay. Next week, and I hope I'm not spilling the beans on some super scary <laughs> oh, sure. military operation. Yeah, well, we know the military has trouble <laughs> keeping secrets, right? Yes. Yeah. Next week, the National Guard is rolling into Tuscaloosa. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know why. Yeah, they're coming in. But they're coming here. Wait till they get the FEMA coffins out. You remember the FEMA coffins? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, what yeah. I heard is they were going to have pods. Okay. That we're going to give people food. Ah, all right. Which, <laughs> I mean. Great. I mean, everybody loves MREs, right? Yes. I mean, everybody loves MREs. Right. I, if they were to hand out MREs, I'd take them. They'd put them right in the buckets with my rice and beans. Save them for forever. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, moving from buttholes to another part of our nether regions, let's talk about the testicle festival. All right. Okay. No other way around it. <laughs> Unfortunately, the testicle festival has been canceled. Now, I was unaware that there was a testicle festival. Yeah. But I now want to go to the testicle festival. So the Deerfield Testicle Festival is on hold. Amazing name, by the way. <laughs> You could have called it anything other than a festival, but the just the rhyming amount, I yes. love it. So, one of Lenawee County's biggest and most popular seasonal festivals of the year has also taken a hit due, the, due to the coronavirus pandemic. The Deerfield American Legion hosted Testicle Festival, which will not take place Saturday, March 21st, as planned, 
As limitations upon the number of people together in one setting have been set by the Michigan state government in response to combating COVID-19. I see we've all shifted to COVID-19, by the way. <laughs> yes. I'm still calling it coronavirus. I was ahead of the curve. On you, this are, you are. You <laughs> are. The festival has been moved to the date of Saturday, May 9th, so it's still on. Right. And okay. we got a lot of listeners up in Michigan. Uh-huh. Somebody needs to go to the testicle festival when it's back on and it's mm-hmm. safe for us all to get out. Don't put yourself in danger and just do like a running video commentary. I would like for you to just do like a correspondence well, thing. I want to know what do they do at this festival? Well, let's see. So uh, this is where it takes place at the Legion Hall on 105 West River. <laughs> Goodness gracious. 105 West River Street during the hours of 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, it's held one day a year, and it's generally a sign that it's the start of the spring season, and it draws more than 2,000 people to Deerfield each year, and it's the American Legion's biggest fundraiser. So people come from all over the state and all over the country to take part in the festival, said Nick Pulver of the Deerfield American Legion. We have people who travel 300 to 400 miles just for this one-day festival. Funds raised from the festival, whether that be through the sales of sliced and deep-fried cattle testicles and chicken gizzards, to beer sales and t-shirt sales, bring in the most fun of the funds of the year for the Legion. Okay, so this is like uh, Mountain Oysters. I've heard this <laughs> referred to as that. Yeah, well, Mountain Oysters are goat testicles. I thought they were bull testicles. No. They're the goat testicles? I've all at Rocky Mountain... Oysters are, mm-hmm. I always heard they were goat testicles. Okay, I thought they were bulls, but. I don't know. Anyway. Could, maybe any testicle you eat this is, is classified a, as a mountain oyster. I got you. I don't know. Now, I've had chicken gizzards. I've had chicken livers. You ever had chicken gizzards? I don't, no, I don't think My so. My mom loves chicken mm-hmm. gizzards. I have had fried I'm chicken livers. They're not bad. Them. Yeah, livers are all. Yeah. Let's see. The festival alone operates the American Legion for the year, Pulver said, and it's sad to see it pushed back. So many people look forward to coming to Deerfield during this time of year. So the Testicle Festival is nearing close to it. Oh, is almost at its 20th anniversary. This would have been the 19th anniversary. Mm. Uh, it started in a slaughterhouse with farmers and that, Pulver said. And the Deerfield Tavern began serving the deep-fried testicles and gizzard dinners to the public. Uh, when the tavern eventually closed its doors, the Legion picked up the hot-ticket menu item and began hosting the festival. The rest, as you could say, is history. Uh, during the Legion's first-ever testicle festival, anywhere from six to 800 people visited Deerfield. In the following year, more than 1,400 people attended. And now... It's reached, at times, up to 2,500 individuals. Hmm. It's not known if changing the festival's date will make an impact at this time, but Pulver said he feels it will in some way. But I think you're getting a ton of techno- of uh, publicity here. Mm-hmm. I would have had no idea about the Testicle Festival. Right. So, uh, so since- like, as people are lamenting all the events that are being canceled yeah. and the far-reaching effects of the coronavirus – now we can add the testicle festival sure. to the list of things, and everyone can be like, oh, what's that? I can't believe we're not having that anymore. So, yeah. Okay. So it says, uh, we're not going to lose any of the food and products, uh, Pulver added. Baked beans will remain in the cans, logically. Mm-hmm. And uh, the 300 pounds of testicles can remain frozen for at least two more months. Oh, okay. We caught it at the right time, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Hand across the bow, brow. <laughs> Woo.
Now, the American Legion is going to remain open from 1 to 5 p.m. on Thursdays, just so anybody up there needs to go by the American Legion. Uh, and those uh, wishing to purchase any of the available T-shirts for the festival may do so. Pulver can also be contacted by calling 517-447-3245 or 419-377-1339 for those with questions of any kind or who want to schedule an appointment to purchase a T-shirt. Now, I'm not saying people should <laughs> call him. need to give him a call. I'm not saying we need to call him. Are they open now? No. I, it, this He's going to be there on Thursday. So. Oh, now, I have a feeling one of those is his mobile number. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I don't want to bother this poor guy. So, anyways, bottom line, testicle festival is delayed. Bummer. Yeah. Would you try a testicle? I mean, I don't want to say I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. I would. I was about to say, uh, has somebody triple dog dared me? No, just in normal. I don't know if that double dare would get me. That triple dog dare might get me. I try. I try okay. any food once. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm that way. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't have to like. Uh, if I don't like it, I'll spit it out. Right. <laughs> right. There's a very popular theory right now that coronavirus started when somebody ate a bat. Sure. Right. right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to eat a testicle, and then like next summer, there's like the testicle virus going around, true, killing everybody. True. So, what if your patient zero for the <laughs> the testicle nineteen yes. that's killing everybody? Testy nineteen. <laughs> and then I have to stand up and be like, "Okay, look, I know a lot of people think this started with me eating a mountain oyster, sure, but has nobody considered the possibility that testicles are delicious?" <laughs> I mean, I've had pig's feet. Yeah. I've had pig's tails. I've had a lot of weird stuff. I've eaten a lot of weird, mm-hmm. weird stuff. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn down the chance to taste a testicle. <laughs> Maybe the Chinese. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> clip that little bit out. <laughs> Somebody should clip that out. I'd make that my ringtone. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't turn down a chance to taste a testicle. <laughs> Maybe the Chinese government's right, and it did start over here. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> Look, Tiny, you get the chance to put a testicle in your mouth, you need to take it. All right. <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> That's what you tell everybody on Grinder. <laughs> if you do that, I'll give you a gift card to Arby's. <laughs> oh, we have gone off the rails. Yeah. Hope Colton's enjoying this part of the show. <laughs> You know what? Now is an excellent time to do a Cajun curl ahead. It really is. It really is. So we want to thank our sponsor, World Famous Cajun Curl, for their Bayou Blended Spice. Uh, and we want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. Now, Brandon told me he was putting out-of-work strippers to work <laughs> at the Cajun Curl factory. <laughs> Shipping this stuff out, so we need to get some orders in (laughs) to support these strippers out there. Right. Now, it was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, mountain oysters, chicken gizzards, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Bats. Bats? I heard it's great on bats. I don't know. 
The Spiral Potato Cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next cookout or event up a notch, you're quarantined in your house, you have anything to do, you can't get out, just take a potato, slice it up, make your own batch of homemade potato chips. Your neighbor down the street ain't going to have that. All the kids are going to be coming to your house. So... Uh, and all your neighbors are going to talk about how cool you are. And once you put the spice on them, they're absolutely amazing. They'll blow your mind. They'll change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blend of Spice, but the Ch- Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. <laughs> You'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. And what better time to order online than right now right. while you're stuck inside your house? Yes. You don't want to get out and get in contact with people who are coughing and everything. You don't want to get out in public and catch right. everyone else's diseases. You yeah. want those diseases to come to you exactly. in your mail packages. Now, if you are going to get out and you're in the Tuscaloosa Northport area, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, the uh, Mark Smart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace. Which and let, I heard and, Piggly Wiggly's got all kind of meat down there. And let me say this, too. Now, I have been hoarding Cajun Curl and about out of it. So oh, yeah. if you want to try it, you better get out there and get it. You better, you better get start out there and get it. Because... I don't know how much longer it's going to be there. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at www.cajuncurl.com and use the promo code EOP10. That's E-O-P and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Let's keep these strippers working. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. All right, John, we've actually got a lot of content for Community News this week. Hey, awesome. We've got voicemails. Yeah. We've got a review. Heck yeah. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> All right, here we go. What's going on? This is uh, we're staying right from the, the sticks over here. Just uh, heard the podcast. i just want y'all to know y'all done an excellent job. Tiny, you need to get up off jacket a little bit. Uh, sound like you coming in a little hot, John. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> uh, I guess you hear my little dogs in the background. Uh, don't worry, they're gonna kill one. It was justified. But anyway. Five stars as always. Y'all keep being odd. John, you're a real nerd. I remember you from way back. <laughs> so don't deny. I know you wore stock underwear. That's right. Yeah, don't deny. You're a nerd. <laughs> I'm not a nerd. I'm, once again, now I'm, I have known Stan practically my whole life. Yeah. You know, I don't remember not ever knowing Stan. Right. So, uh, uh, but I feel like this is another blatant attack <laughs> against me. And Stan knew me at probably the peak of my coolness. So I've been going downhill, trending closer to nerddom <laughs> since then. Right. And like, once you become a dad, it's hard to not be a nerd. Yeah. So. 
because you just become a dad. You can't. Yeah, be I was about to say if, if if nothing else, you're a nerd to your kids. Yeah, right. So yeah. there you go. So, yeah. but I'm technically still not a nerd. Okay. I don't know all the nerd stuff that all the nerds know. <laughs> you got to know a lot of knowledge, you know, like lore and yeah. mythology and plot lines and all that. I don't know. Yeah, I can't tell you any of that. I've never seen Doctor Who. <laughs> but you know what Doctor Who is. I know what Doctor Who is. I see nerds talking about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's got that little uh, uh, phone booth thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I know about it, right? It's called a TARDIS. Is that what it's called? <laughs> a TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know you could say that. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't think that's cool these days, Tony. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, also, our favorite Canadian called back in again. Okay. Hi, John and Tiny. It's Jacqueline again in Canada. You're encouraging me, so I'm going to keep calling until the encouragement stops. This has been the longest week of my life because I am a public health officer, and as you can imagine, I have been slightly busy. Uh, John, I know you mentioned your wife is a nurse, so thank you to Deirdre so much. Uh, the people that are on the front lines of this right now are amazing. Uh, myself included, but you know, most of the people in the hospital, I'm more behind the scenes. Anyway, uh, my thoughts on the episode I just heard. Uh, the difference between coronavirus versus COVID-19. I know you're saying COVID-19 is what people want to say to sound smart, but technically, I know you're going to hate me and I know I don't have a big load in my pants, John, but technically the difference between coronavirus and COVID-19 is that coronavirus is a family of viruses and COVID-19 is that one specific uh, one for that family. So think of it like Alabama versus Tuscaloosa. All people from Tuscaloosa are Alabamians, but all people from Alabama are not Tuscaloosa. Gotcha. So think of it like that. Smart. Anyway, uh, now as a scientist, uh, I do want to point out that listening to the Earth Body podcast definitely 100% cures coronavirus. <laughs> nice. 100%. Nice. I will make that claim as a scientist, and it may or may not be true. <laughs> Uh, just something fun I saw the other day. I was watching Price is Right because, again, most of me is working from home right now. Uh, and on the Price is Right, the final trip that they gave away in the big showcase was a uh, uh, cruise to Italy. And I <laughs> laughed out loud. I bet they got that cruise for a steal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the showcase showdown is like $25, the amount they're guessing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> $1, Bob. Or I guess Bob's not on there no, no more. Who's Drew. now? Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Yeah. Okay. And anyway, it, it was some, some humor in this situation. Uh, and last thing I wanted to point out, uh, could you guys talk to your friend Squirrel? Because I am trying to order some of that Cajun Curl stuff. But the shipping to Canada is like $55 American. What? <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> Fix that. That squirrel. can't be right. Make that money, money, Squirrel. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Squirrel's got bills to pay. All right. Yikes. $55. We'll drive Man. it. We'll get Squirrel to drive it to Detroit, <laughs> yeah. and you'll have to come over from Windsor to meet him. Okay? Yeah. That's the deal. That's the promise Squirrel yeah. will make to you. It's totally worth the shipping cost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it's a little, little much. So could you please ask him to look at his shipping? Uh, other than that, uh, keep up the great work, guys. You guys are awesome. I hope that you stay safe in this situation. And I hope that everyone listening stays safe and washes their hands. For the love of God, wash your hands, people. And I will talk to you maybe next week. Okay, bye. 
thank you so much calling in, Jacqueline. Uh, yeah. Once again, bringing the intelligence level of the show up a notch. Yeah. We may attribute the rise in calls to Jacqueline alone. Yeah, you know? yeah, I think so. It's like once people have heard her, they're like, well, I can call in too. <laughs> yeah. Also, I would like to talk her. I would like to talk to her about the whole pandemic, how things are going on in uh, Canada. Okay. I mean, her being a public health official. Sure. I'm going to have some time off. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Jacqueline, uh, message me. Maybe uh, maybe we could uh, talk about what's going on and, and you could tell us like how this has affected, uh, you know, Canada. She is a pineapple pizza lover. Uh, not only that, but a vegan pepperoni. Yeah. Too, which which you, I didn't know was a thing. Me either. How do you make vegan best, pepperoni? Yeah, yes. I'm not anti-vegan pepperoni. Yeah. I've had like black bean burgers that were great. Right. So, you know, I'm not anti it. But I didn't know it was a uh, thing. Yeah, had no idea it existed. Although, I mean, I'm going to be honest, if you was to quiz me right now on what pepperoni is made out of, I might start stumbling over my words a I little. I think it's just various hog parts, right? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, though. I don't think it's vegetables. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there's any vegetables in it. All right, here's another one. Hello there, uh, Earth Commodity Podcast. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Earth Oddity. Uh, yeah, uh, hey, hello, guys. Uh, really enjoy your there. Uh, 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 yeah, we really enjoy what you're doing there. Keep, keep it up. Uh, this is, um, hey, hey, uh, just some random fella. Uh, Start doing good, man, so you just... Okay. Okay. Right. I want to thank Billy Bob Thornton for Sling Blade for calling in. <laughs> yes. It's great. Carl for Sling Blade. Yeah. It's great. And uh, we got this one. Well, well you know, I, I called the right number. Hey, listen, I got a question for y'all. Did y'all change your recording location? I did. You got a wild ever fish. I'm so glad we got a phone number. I'm so glad. One of the best moves we ever made. Yes. Love it. Love it. Look, me and Tiny been out of the closet for a long time. Right. Yeah. Well, we're out of the closet this week. Yeah, we are. Because my wife didn't want me recording in the closet. Right. I mean, she, didn't although, want me, she, didn't, she didn't want me in the closet. She right. wanted me to come out. Sure. So. Yeah. She's very supportive of your wife. <laughs> although we're sitting just as close together as we would be in the closet. Yeah, yeah. We're just in a bigger room. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, thanks to everybody for calling this week. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed each and every one of them. Yes. Yeah. And uh, once again, not a nerd. Not a nerd. <laughs> Just want to reiterate that. The John is a nerd crowd <laughs> is almost as vocal as the pineapple on pizza crowd. Yeah. You know, they got a few months to catch up, but yeah, I'm not a nerd. All right. Ask my wife. She'll tell you. <laughs> okay. Well, we got a review. Somebody wrote in. Too. Nice. Yeah. It comes from Rowdy Coyote. All right. It's a great name, by the way. <laughs> yes. I love that. And uh, cousin to Wally, <laughs> Wally. <laughs> yes. Okay. The title is Funny Guys, five stars. It says, I started listening to this podcast a few weeks ago and am now going back through past episodes. Helps the miles and hours go by while I'm driving. I enjoy both the weird news stories and the guys' commentaries on them. 
So thank you so much, Rowdy Coyote. <laughs> I love the name. Yes. And uh, I'm glad we could help you uh, pass the time while you're on the road. I don't know if you're a truck driver or like sales or anything like that. Or maybe a mail carrier. Yeah, could be a mail carrier. Never know. Absolutely. Huge with the mail carriers. Mm-hmm. We love our mail carriers. If, if it wasn't for mail carriers, yeah. where would we be exactly. right now today during this pandemic? They're right out on the front lines. They too. are. Yeah. Yeah, I thank them more than I thank my wife, who's yeah. a nurse. And so. truck drivers, too, for the yeah, matter. For that absolutely. Matter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I go and mail a few letters every week just to nowhere, just so I have something to do, <laughs> just to help them have a little business. Yeah. Uh, we love our mail carriers. But, yeah, thank you for the review. If you're listening to this and you haven't went and left us an iTunes review, you're wrong. <laughs> you know, there's no other way to put it. Yes. You're just you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. We don't ask anything of you but that and to tell other people about the show. And there was one person who used to listen to our show and they never would leave a review. Yeah. And uh they they got the curse. They they uh they didn't leave a review and tell ten people about our podcast. That's right. And they were they got coronavirus That's and right. now they're dead. Now they're dead. <laughs> Sad to say. And you don't want that happening to you. Now Jacqueline just said listen to the show can prevent the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. But uh or COVID-19. COVID-19. That's the bad one. That's the specific virus. (laughs) Yeah, that's what's coming to get you. That is judging the hearts of men right now as we speak. But we thank all our listeners. We love each and every one of you, even the ones who have never called in. The but wherever you are in the world, mm-hmm. you know we we really appreciate you listening. And if you do have the time and inclination, it would be great if you would go leave us a review. You know, and let's not pretend like you don't have the time right now. Yeah, right. We're all just sitting around. Okay. <laughs> yes. Most people are. So just pop open your little iTunes thing and leave us a leave us a review or yeah. however you do it. I don't. I'm not. Computer. I didn't go to computer camp yeah. as a kid, so I don't know how all that works. Which and the reviews are really pretty much just for our enjoyment. Yeah, I don't right. think they really affect anything. No, they boost our self esteem. I need all of that I can <laughs> <Yes>. get. Right. <laughs> it is in these trying times yeah. when we are depressed and we are facing our own mortality in the face. That I got we, people calling me nerds. <laughs> it helps to turn yeah. to iTunes. Yes. And read uh, the thoughts of random strangers yeah, talking I, about our podcast. I need the validation of strangers <laughs> yes. as much as possible. So <laughs> please help me out and help our show out as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Join our Facebook group if you're not a part of it. We're blowing up in there. Yep. I mean, it's like it's a riot. You need something to check out. Mm-hmm. We'll be your weird news outlet. You can interact with me and Tiny on a personal level if you want to. And all the other people who listen, our famous listeners, Wilts, number one, <laughs> yes. Jacqueline, you see her in there too. So you get a little uh, interaction with them too. Yep. So we'll just be one big community of weirdos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not nerds. Well, I mean, some of y'all <laughs> may be. The rest of us are just normal people who like weird news. So, yeah. Oddites. Or there you go. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good name. Yeah. Well, finger guns to everyone. That's right. That's our official our official, <laughs> our official greeting. <laughs> greeting. <laughs> we have our podcast meetup. Double finger guns to all. Yes. And you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google yep. Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. Mm-hmm. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Yep. 
Sometimes we post pictures on Instagram. You can check those out. That's right. Underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. Yeah. But by far, our most popular way to contact us is our handy-dandy phone number. What's that phone number, John? It is 662-493-2059. That is 662-493-2059. Or if you can't remember that, it's, it's no AI, we be okay. With the O being With a the zero. With the O being a zero and a Y on the end. There's nothing confusing <laughs> about that at all. Not at all. That's right. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Don't get sick. Yeah, everybody be safe. <laughs> Wash your hands. Yes. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. Hashtag John's a nerd. <laughs> this has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. <laughs>